delicious. Good evening, welcome to New York Talk, this is the Rotham United podcast. Um, we've got a game to talk about today that wasn't a derby, that isn't a derby, but who cares, we won. A 2-0 victory uh, away at Hillsborough. Um, <laughs> uh, I've lost my voice, Ben's lost his voice, it's all gone fun. Danny will be with us in a moment, very momentarily, he's had a, like many of you, I'm sure, he's had a very long day. Um and he'll be with us very, very shortly. But so far, we have Michael and Benjamin with us. Hello, boys. Hello. Ben, as your voice improved, when I spoke to you earlier, you were complaining. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit. Um, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't at all. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, John S is with us. Can't help but thinking that maybe a bit intoxicated. What a great day. Uh, Scott Grund is with us. Thank you for joining us, Scott, John Hinchcliffe, uh, J-Boy, Stephen Senior, Bazza, Lynn McGarry, all join us, and Donna, all join us, and there's loads of you joining us uh, through YouTube. Um, yeah, as he, you are with you say, for him, school's going to be fun tomorrow. School and, and work <laughs> is going to be fun for a lot of people tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, it's difficult to know where to start on this one tomorrow, so yeah. Um, we start with performance, mate. Let's start with performances. Team news we we need to cover really at the start in a bit, but uh, we got a bit lucky. Did we, did we get lucky? I don't know. Did we? I don't think so. Uh, Can I just say that from the last podcast, my wife has told me off for swinging about on this chair, but it's so easy to look smug <laughs> swinging about on a chair, isn't it? Eh? <laughs> um, why did we get lucky, Matt? I'm sorry. What, you, what are you talking about? Uh, well, I'm just saying that pigs played fairly well. Could be, could be, yeah, we did. Let's we give did. the jewel if be, the if, if we are look, we're looking at it from a neutral, I think we probably did. Not get lucky, but probably yeah. If we didn't deserve to win, I don't think. Well, what, I, what I would say is that we're top of the league for a reason, right? Yeah, and we're, not, we're top of the league, not because we play particularly or we play well every single game. It's when we're not playing well, we grind out results. Um, mm. And that's why we're top by nine points. Mind the gap. <laughs> More than nine points to some of the certain teams. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, I, I don't think we got lucky. No, I don't. I genuinely don't. I think I think we defensively we were solid. Um, maybe, mm. possibly, we would have conceded had they got a striker on pitch. But, you know, that's their problem, isn't it? No, it's not ours. So... Um, they didn't take the chances and they can't moan about that. I mean, we spent all season last season creating loads and loads of chances, not checking them. We got what we deserved. We got relegated. They've done the same today. They got what they deserved. They got beat. Yeah. That's football. It is. So everybody were telling me all last season. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, Ben, isn't it? That I've got a message from Mick Nuttall, who's a Wednesday fan. And he basically said, that's why we're top and that's why they're eighth. Because yeah. we know how to stay in a game. 100%. And they watched. I did watch it back on Sky. I didn't watch the whole game. But 
they kind of said they said that you know that's what we're so good at is staying in games and then punishing with set pieces, which is true to an extent. Um, we're good at staying in games, uh, and that's mm. obviously why we're top. But I didn't like the fact that they said we punish off set pieces because I, I don't remember scoring a lot of set pieces the whole year. I don't. You can no, we've got like nineteen or something like that. So it's crazy. Really? We've got that many. Oh. They said I think they said on Sky yeah, something like nineteen. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Danny Ogden Glaze is with us. Danny, how are you? <laughs> Hello, everybody. How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're very good this evening. We are very good. Uh, on a scale of one to very drunk, how drunk are we? I'd say about a seven. That was <laughs> a good number. I feel like, I feel like yeah. seven is the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I've had a few Yeg bombs at Kimmy Park. I will admit, um, possibility of a books fizz later on. Um, but I mean, we've beaten Wednesday two 0 When else can you drink other than beating Wednesday? You know I'm so I mean? sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My mum's sorry for my outburst, but I've got a Macky, so I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, brilliant. So let's go through some comments. Um, where are we? Thomas Bauer, China champions. Two shots and goals and two goals. That's all that matters. Um, Sean Oliver, we weren't solid defensively at all. Mick could have been 3 0 at half time if we had a about him. Yeah, I suppose it's, certainly first half for me. I don't think any of their first half chances were clear cut. I mean, the Mendes Lang one in the second half, yes, that's fine that he should have scored that. But in the in the first half, Ben, for me, yeah, they are. Yes, they were the better team for me in the first half, but they never threatened us really. They never threatened the goal, did they? Mendes Lang was the only player that that kind of threatened us on that wing a little bit. They had that goal which was disallowed. Um, apart from that, they just they had they were the better team without having. I didn't feel like we were going to concede. If that, do you know what I mean? Like I didn't feel any danger uh, mm. from them attacking. Um, so, yeah, they were the better team, but they weren't threatening for goals, if that makes sense. I don't think. Anyway. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And that Mendes uh, language in the second half, oh, my God. I could have I, I could have buried it. Mick could have probably buried it, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Danny and Danny's state could have buried it, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm carrying less weight than Mendes Lang at all. He's a big lad, isn't he? He's he a big lad. He's a big lad. Are we still talking about though. Mendes Lang or me? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I think how good he could be if he were fit. Yeah, true. Well, yeah. He'll, he'll get there. Probably. I mean, it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, going back to the start, let's go back to the, the, the lineup, Danny. Uh, 11 o'clock, a lineup gets picked up, um, and Freddie's name's on the team sheet. Uh, that took me by surprise. I think it took all other fans by surprise. It was strange seeing his name back at it's starting 11. Yeah, it was, to be fair. I mean, I was fully expecting uh, KO to be starting. Um, but I suppose everyone's um, apprehension about Freddie starting was proven very wrong in the second half when he netted our first goal, um, which weirdly is like the exact opposite of the last time at Hillsborough. Because now it's a Ladipo Smith, and last time it was a Smith Ladipo. Um, but I think the way Freddie played during the game and his contribution towards how we were pressing really showed he is committed to the team more than we thought he was. 
you know, because he were he were chasing after the ball, he was really pressing the ball, he wasn't really standing off like Freddie normally does. Um, but yeah, I can understand the uh, the apprehension behind Freddie starting, but he sort of proved us wrong a little bit in the second half, at least. I mean, in the, in the first half, it was. I hate to admit it, but Wednesday were the better side in the first half. And in the second half, we sort of had the kick up the backside that we needed. I think Paul Warren basically said to us, we're playing like underdogs, which really made us go, you know, we'll, we need to sort sort of sends out. And after that, we sort of cracked on in the second half with ours, really. Hmm. Yeah, well, uh, I got a comment here from John S. A neutral posted one of the fan videos, and the first half said he may not post the video because nothing happened, nothing dangerous. And that, for me, that summed up the first half. I never felt mm. threatened by him at all. Um, and John Morrell, as always, with a good point. Managers live by die by their decisions today. Your manager starting Freddie was played a blinder. The gamble worked, um, and obviously. Mick and Ben will know this. Nobody else I didn't put on social media, but I was very unhappy about Freddie starting. I didn't really get it. I thought it was a massive risk to take in a game we wanted to win. I could, I could, I can understand starting twenty minutes end, get some game time in the legs. Uh, but how wrong was I? So so wrong. I thought Freddie, Freddie, both Freddie and Smith were only two players that yes they fed off scraps, but for the full ninety minutes they did the jobs. Both of them did their jobs for the full ninety minutes. Uh, well, Freddie, Freddie came off a little bit early, didn't he? But. Yeah, it deserves a lot of credit, Freddie, and it would have been very easy for Freddie to just keep his head down and play the way he had played in the past couple of games he'd come on. But he deserves so much credit, not just for the goal. I think he had a good game as well. Ben? Yeah, I was. I, I think he played really well, obviously. I've criticised him in the past, but I thought he worked hard for Freddie. I think there was a couple of things where, obviously, you know, he's, he could have done better, obviously. But I don't, I don't know if you saw it. Um, I didn't see it at the time, obviously, because... Just I wasn't looking at the pitch when we scored, but he scores and then he, he kind of cups his ears <laughs> yeah. to our fans, which is just kind of deserved. I guess. It is, yeah. Uh, but yeah, gotta love that. <laughs> yeah, Donald London, uh, it was meant to be Nevea Warhol Ladapo short today, and no idea was coming on. Brilliant, yeah. Um, so let's move on to the goal, Mick, before we talk about all these thousands and millions of other things we've got to talk about. Um, the first one was the goal, and it was it was very it was almost a carbon copy of the goal at Bolton earlier in the season, which Wiles ended up scoring from. Um, and we get a lot of praise for our set pieces, and I think a lot of people just assume either just pop ball into the middle of the box and Woody smashes it in. It's not like that. Our, our set pieces are good, they are clever, they're different. I know we're just saying it's the same as another one, but I was really happy, really proud of that of that, of that set piece again. It was well worked. It's a well worked corner that one, isn't it? And they don't use it very often, but when they do, well, they've used it twice <laughs> uh, and two yeah. goals, haven't they? Um, so, so yeah, I it, yeah, I, I, I'm a bit. I struggle a bit with this set piece, this set piece business. You know, we're like, it's it's just it's just another variation on a big, strong, physical side, isn't it? You know what I mean? That. Don't really have any ideas. I don't know whether I'm a bit sort of um, paranoid about it, but I, it it always feels like a criticism, you know. Oh, they scored another <laughs> set piece. Nineteen set pieces they scored from this. Well, that's fine, but we scored nearly sixty goals. Uh, if you look at the percentage of goals we scored from set pieces, I can't see it being much different from anybody else's, quite frankly. Um, but you know, well, let's forget about the other fifty odd, and we'll just talk about nineteen that they scored from battering the way through somebody's defence. Um, 
Ah, it's well worked. Great delivery from uh, from uh, Jordi Perlo. <laughs> Fred, Fred, you know. Listen, Freddie's done what Freddie does. You know, he's yeah. been in the right place, right time, stuck in it back at that. Um, and... I watched it back, yeah, and it's a good finish. Like, it comes yeah. off his knee, but it's a good finish. It's yeah. a hard finish. It looks like a, a hard finish. Anyway, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, David Crew is going to interrupt us and ask you, what is Daniel Dunglis eating? He had Sunday dinner in pub. <laughs> 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 Right. <clears throat> I admit, I had a carvery in uh, in Kimmy Park, nice. which was um, technically my lunch. Um, but because on the way home, my mum said, oh, fancy a McDonald's. So it's like, yeah, why not? So I went to McDonald's. Quite what actually. you got? Did you, have, uh, did you have pork on your Sunday dinner like I did? I did. I had um, I had uh, turkey and pork. I mean, we we all agreed in the pub like you have to have pork after beating Jeffy Wednesday. You know, you have to devour pork after beating Wednesday two 0 Um, but yeah, for the Mackies, I've gone for the um for the new chicken Big Mac just to see what it's like. And and I don't know. I haven't tried the burger yet. Oh, we're gonna get a, oh first taste. Do, do you want me to try the burger on camera live right now? <laughs> I do. I'm, I I am intrigued on the on the chicken. <laughs> right. So right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> this is this is this is not what Mick signed up for. It's not really exclusive. Right, here we go. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I knew this episode was going to be out there, but I'm happy it took this turn. Well, we're incredibly professional, aren't we, on this um, on this podcast? Anybody tuning in for the first time, this is not usually what happens. Um, I mean, I mean, we used to be fair. We are usually discussing a victory, a win, but um, not food. I mean, it's not bad. Um, it's no. a bit like a um, a less crispy version of a chicken legend um, with a bit more. Like chicken to it. What would you get um, out of ten? I give it a six, maybe out of ten. Six out of ten. I mean, I mean if you're hungry and you're a little bit drunk like I am, it's a good like <laughs> stock up meal. You know what I mean? But if you fancy it after, I don't know, just like an evening meal, I'd go for a regular Big Mac. Um, but if you've had a few beers, it's a perfect substitute. That's my uh, Six out, of ten. six out of ten. Six out of ten. Average. We'll give it an average out of ten. Good. I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> on the Freddie finish, Daniel, still we up for that for the Freddie finish. How mm. many times? Has, that's that's Freddie's thing. Uh, sneaking at the back post and just getting any part of his body on it, and that's what he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I think he scored with his knee in the end, didn't he? Um, but I mean, I will, I will admit, I actually didn't see what part of his body it came off initially, because uh, I was too busy crowd surfing at the back of uh, Hillsborough's away end. Um, but yeah, it, it is a very stereotypical Freddie goal, and of course it's Freddie who scores at Hillsborough. I had, um, I had one mate, uh, Jordan Wilkinson, who is deeply regretting not putting a bet on Freddie to score first because he said he that he would do, but then decided against it. Uh, so Jordan. That's your fault for losing out on however many quid. Um, but I don't know. It, it almost seems like this could be the kickstart to the rest of Freddie's season. You know, he's like he's had the uh, the drama of the transfer request and he's been a bit quiet. But now that he's scored at Illsbrun, excuse me, re re-cemented himself as a Rotherham legend at Chef Wednesday. It could be his kickstart to the season. And, you know, maybe he could crack on for the rest of the season now. And... 
I hope that he does. Um, but there is one person I want to give a shout out to, which is Nevea, who is one of my favourites. Um, and I have to admit, for a lass who was into a football who was 12 years old, she was involved with the limbs. Oh my god, she she she, she was virtually crowd surfing, bless her. It was exceptional. And when she found because we, we we all thought it was Chia was scored first, right? Mm. And as soon as she learned it was uh, it were um, it were Freddie. She were off. She she were going mental that it was Freddie who scored. Um, but yeah, fair play to Freddie who scored. Um, he loves the goal at Hillsborough, don't he? Um, and yeah, you know, your first goal. You know, the the man who set off the limbs at Hillsborough, the first game back at Hillsborough after lockdown, and of course it's Freddie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course it is, and. Like I said, very stereotypical Freddie finish off his knee. It's in. He's cooked his ear to the away fans because, of course, he has. And you have to give him credit, don't you? Brilliant stuff from Freddie. Yeah. If, he, if he's listening, which he's prob- he probably isn't, but if he is, Freddie, you never fair know. play. You know what yeah. I mean? Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's not just like as well, you know, because the goal. I've received mozzarella dippers getting. Get <laughs> because the last season he didn't get that moment although it was an amazing goal and post match on Twitter and social media it had a similar love he didn't get that initial a moment and I think he's maybe deserved yeah. it um, this year um, I've got one I've got a question John S I loved Freddie's face not all saying I'm just doing a job kind of go he, he was happy mm. um, and yeah that's what we want him to be we want him to be happy we want him to be here uh, Power Mad UK, loads of Piggy fans moaning they had players out, um, but we still won. So, be reeked. Um, the other thing we haven't talked about yet, Mick, is can we just talk about this from J Boy? How can we talk about how much Ollie Rathbone changed the game? Um, now yeah. that was that was the halftime change. Jim Lindsay came off <clears> for Ollie Rathbone, and Ollie Rathbone was just a sensation that second half. Yeah, it was excellent. Uh, and the, I mean, we talked about it at half time. The, the, the issue in the first half, from our point of view, was that midfield. Um, we, were, we were getting a little bit overrun in midfield. And I think I think what, what they, they planned to do was it, this is in my head, and I don't know whether it's right, this is how I saw it that, that Jamie Lindsay had kind of stuck with Barry Bannon uh, as he did at, to, at New York Stadium. Uh, but that meant we were, we, were a, we were a man down in midfield and it just wasn't working at all. Uh, and as a consequence, Lindsay wasn't really in the game. Um, and, and I think that's part of um, what Paul Warren's talking about when he when he said about, about giving them far too much respect. We did, you know, much as much as all the all the all the laughing and joking that I've had about Barry Bannon. Yeah, he's a good player. He is a good player. There's no question about it. He's not good enough to put a man man, man mark in him. You know, it, 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 it takes away from our own uh, own performance then. Um, and that's what happened, I think, in the first half, and that's why they were they were sort of on top because we were essentially playing with ten men almost, um, mm. or you know, ten and a half men, because Lindsay was distracted for a lot of that time. Whereas when Oli Rathbone came on, he didn't he, he weren't sticking to that script if if he was even given it. Um, so, yeah, mm. that's why yeah. that's why he had a better game, in my view. Yeah. Which is not worth yeah. out, really, isn't it? But no, but you know, um, we should and... mention the bad. <laughs> mention <laughs> the bad part one, but a very British. It's, it's very big part. But uh, Donnie mentions the pigs throwing stuff at Chio. Uh, are they releasing the club statement? Uh, <laughs> often, yeah, um, yeah. 
poor from piggies, but it's piggies, unfortunately, what do you expect? Um, thankfully, on a positive, it seems like all the Rotherham fans have all behaved themselves. And that's really that's, that's brilliant to see. A sim- sim- similar to the Donny game, although there weren't two incidents, where we've had a local derby and everybody's just enjoying themselves. Um, whoa, 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 I don't really whoa. to see that. It's not a derby. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> local I was game. waiting for that. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, before we come into Smithy, let's talk about our defensive record. Russ Bailey, our record is getting ridiculous. Uh, but zero goals conceded in the first half <clears> this season, only five conceded on the road altogether. First thing they haven't scored at a league, in the league at home this season, only their second home defeat of the season. Um, and they put a little graphic on Sky, Ben, having watched it back, where our, our defensive record after this amount of games stands up against some of the greatest teams England's ever seen. The Leeds team from the 70s, that Mourinho's team with Chelsea. Yeah. Our defensive record stands up against them. I know it's a lower level. I'm not getting ahead of myself. But that's how good the record is in EFL history. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, um, I think what did I see? Something about them conceding at home. Uh, oh, no, them. Oh, what was it? Oh, they haven't conceded at home in what? How many games? It was a lot yeah. of games, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a lot of games they haven't conceded. There were home. four or five watching... without conceding altogether. And I was, um, I was watching it on Sky, and it was like they were talking, they were talking about both defenses, both defenses, both <laughs> yeah, both both defenses and how good they are. Uh, but yeah, that record is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, mm. and it? it's actually funny because like people always think about our oh, good defense, and it's like. Well, you've got a good centre back, but it like, starts from front, like pressing from front and all that. Like, even you, I think, uh, I can't remember who said it, but it was like last minute and we're pressing them, forcing yeah. them to a corner still, a 90 plus something minute. And I think that plays a big part in it, to be honest, because teams just suffocate. Uh, mm. But yeah, that, that is a crazy record. Ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's brilliant. I absolutely love it. Josh Flesher had hundreds of notifications from fans all through the week. Twitter must be down. In, I'd say it must be down in Rotherham, but <laughs> my Twitter's fine. So <laughs> Very strange. Uh, we should shout out to the RUFC for his Twitter shenanigans this afternoon after the game, post-game. They have been I'll, top draw. Absolutely I've top got, draw stuff. I've got a bone to pick with him. Still your idea, haven't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love his little tweet by about uh, with the, with the ratings song, the uh, mind the gap. I was going to use that. I was going to use that in the closing credits tonight. Mind the gap, mind the gap. Sheffield. And also the, the club's Twitter feed. Uh, I've had again social media team today. I played a blinder as well. Mighty not massive. Um, one of my particular favourites. Um, it's been a great, it's been a great day to be to be a Rotherham fan. It's been a great year so so far to be a Rotherham fan. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Let's move on. We've got plenty to cover tonight, but let's move on to Michael Smith, Danny. Twenty first goal of the season, and it probably doesn't top the Morecambe goal, but it was still a superb finish. In all honesty, I don't know how he's finished it. Right. No. <laughs> because <clears throat> because granted in the pub with a few pints, um we've tried to analyse his goal and um again with Jordan Wilkerson who plays for uh, Parkgate Reserves and uh <clears throat> for Pewterport, we don't know how he's finished it. 
He's finished it from a standing start, right? The ball's come to him and he's just dinked it with his right foot. And somehow he's got the height and the velocity on it to beat Peacock Farrell. And I, I honestly don't know how he's done it. But it just goes to show how Smith is a very unique striker. How he's... It almost sounds like a disservice to to call him um, jack of all trades, but a master of none. Like he's 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 not really excelling in one field, but he's good at the rest of them. You know what I mean? And I, I, it's just a very um, a very Smith goal. You know, it was the goal that we needed at the right time. We needed that goal to finish the game off, and we did because as soon as Smith scored. That entire stand opposite the the away fans emptied. Yeah. We have never seen a stand empty as quickly in my life. It went from completely full to completely empty. It was hilarious. But Mike Michael Smith, twenty one goals for the season, best season as a striker. What more can you say? He has been exceptional this season, and he's managed to pull a goal or an assist or whatever out of the bag every single time. And today it was a goal that we needed. And in all honesty, I didn't see a celebration. You'll have to wait and see the vlog um, on Monday morning or Monday afternoon or whatever. But there is a moment in the vlog where people are crowd surfing. <laughs> if if you can bring the picture up on screen for the YouTube fans now, Matt, it would be fantastic. But there is a moment where people are crowd surfing. We, we don't see Smith's celebration <laughs> it was just exceptional. Um, and I mean, everybody released the pyros from the first goal, so we had no pyros whatsoever. <laughs> but but that second goal, my, my days, it, it's one of them quintessential Michael Smith goals where he's pulled it out of the bag, he's finished the game off, end of discussion, man of the match, done. Easy as that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just it, it, like where I got my comment. Yes, John Bieber says Smudge has been poor by his own standards uh, the last few games, but he's still changed them. And I think that's more because defenders are on him, Ben. I don't think he's necessarily poor. I just think defenders have got tighter. Um, uh, and... No, I think defenders are just fouling him. I think but that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think if you, I think if, <laughs> I think if Smith's shirt every time, if I had <laughs> a pound for every time Smith's shirt was ripped, I could. Buy Rob them, like <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. You have three quid then. But... <laughs> it's, it's it's ridiculous. Like, um, oh, you threw me off there, mate. What was I gonna say? <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the finish. It's ridiculous for mm. for a man of his size to have that amount of body control is absurd. It's yeah, it's just it's irreplaceable in my opinion, and uh, um. Man of match, and I, I don't think his standards are dropping. I think he just—I think he's such a good player that we expect him to do so much in the game that when he does a good job, if like if Freddie did what he did, we'd be overpaying him. Or if Grig did what he did, or Coyote did what he did, you know what I mean? I think it's because it's Smith, and we're so used to him playing so well. I think we just kind of take it for granted almost. But I don't think his his standards have lowered that much. Um, I just think we're. Uh, Taking it for granted, mm. how good he is. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, we should give a shout out, also a shout out during the goal, Mick Icky, Icky, uh, getting his assist, getting a lovely assist 
Um, yeah. Paul Warren mentioned that he thought the other day that he thought Michael Hickley had been the best player in League One in January, but defenders don't get the credit, which is right. No. Um, defensively, didn't put a foot wrong again. And also, again, when you put if you put him in that in the opposition's box, he'll cause him problems. He's a really, really good footballer. Forget his defensive stuff. He's just yeah. a good footballer. He's got a, he's got a lovely pair of feet, and he really can control that ball and pick out a pass and and and, and some lovely touches as well. He's growing and growing and growing now um, in, into a, into a Richard Wood for me, um, and and hopefully by the time Woody retires in ten years' time, um, he should just about be ready to take over. Uh, but he is he's he's starting to grow into a leader, proper leader. But like you say, he's also got he's got more in his locker. Than Woody has, he just hasn't got the experience at the moment, um, and 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 he has he's certainly got the potential to be a better player. I mean, that's a big call, it's a big call, um, but he's got more, he's got more skill, he's got more ability on the ball. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yeah, he's 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 been immense, he's been absolutely immense. But they all have back there, all a lot of them have. Wes Harding, again, I'm sorry, I know I, I go on about him. I know I, <laughs> I'm a bit of a fanboy, but I, I thought it was absolutely outstanding again today. Had a really, really good game. You know, he's just solid. He's absolutely solid as a rock. So, yeah. There you go. Icky, yeah. top man, future captain. Well, yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, a couple of people, and I think it's important we do give these shout-outs as and when um, they are needed. Jan Bieber, the ref, didn't make one single controversial video today. Secondly, he let the game flow. I have one objection to that. Go on. There was a challenge in the second half where Bannon comes in and wipes Oli Rathburn out, which should have been a free kick, yellow card minimum. But he lets the game carry on. Yeah. Now, from where we were, we in the away, and we could clearly see he's tucking legs and not the ball, right? Mm. Which should have been a yellow card. But he let the game carry on, um, which I suppose you could say ended up biting Wednesday in the arse because they ended up conceding a few minutes later. Um, but at the time, it's one of them where it's like, you know, you've not given that against us, but you've given a couple soft ones. You know, it's like, mm, you know. Yeah. You know, the scales of justice, you know, you know, but... It went all right. I think the second time, like we mentioned the second time, we went at Cheltenham, and it likes to let the game flow. And I think that's good, yeah. but I also think you're right. That it, the, the, the cost of letting the game flow means you're going to be inconsistent at times. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, think well, I think you're right about that. Like you say, it were all right. I mean, he's not had like a calamitous game or anything mm. like that, but, you know, it, it it's... It's one of them where it's like it's here or there, you know. He's done all right for a game, you know, letting it flow, letting the game carry on. But it's just one of them where it's like we've given a soft one against them, but you've not given it against us, you know. Like, but overall, I would say um, he has been one of the better referees we've had this season. You know, mm. again in the game here or there, but it's not like he's gone. That's not a penalty, but that was a soft one, and we'll give the penalty, you know. It's it's one of them for referees where you can critique critique them on little decisions, but if they're consistently bad, like the referee that we had against Accrington, um, they, they are quite obviously out of the depth. But with this one, it's like we can see what you're trying to do in hindsight, but at the time, it's a bit of a ooh, you know temper mm. flare. 
Um, but no, I, to be fair, overall, I have to answer the referee. He has done very well today. Because it was a derby and tempers were high. And in, in all honesty, Wednesday lost the head in, in the last 20 minutes. Like There was a foul on Vickers. There was a foul on um, on Chio. Um, there are a few naughty challenges, which he did pull them up for. Um, but early in the game, he didn't. So it's like, we can sort of see where you're coming from, you know, but it's the away fans who want them given straight away, you know. But overall, I think the referee's done okay, you know, mm. which, which is a rarity this season, you know. It's a rarity, it rarity. For, us to, for us to say, you know what, mate, you've done all right. You know what I mean? That's a rarity. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say if I <laughs> if I had to give a rating out of, out of five, I'd say a, 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 probably a three and a half out of five yeah. for the referee. You're on your it's, ratings tonight, are you? Yeah, yeah, three out of five for the referee. Not too, not too bad. Could be, could do better, which you know everybody can. But three out of five, not bad. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, so last time when we beat Wednesday, we had a couple of clips from the um, from the game itself. Put them together into video. We haven't been able to do that completely yet. But Russ Vernon, who does some work for the Columbia Lives, does his own commentary. And he has kindly provided us with his commentary. So let's all. Oh, a couple of oh this, this, this is what he, he messaged me about. Come on, Russ, come on. So here's, a, here's, a, here's the goals as from Russ. That's with the corner. And, uh, and the Dapper was stored! Freddie the Dapper was stored for Rotherham United! And the league leaders lead at Hillsborough! The Dapper has put the Millers head to the lead at Hillsborough! Second star since the end of the transfer request, and he has scored the goal for the Millers today. Again, Rotherham United still leading by a goal to as the ball comes in. There's a penalty, victory Equa. Smith! Michael Smith has made it 2 0 for Rotherham United! Oh my word, what a fantastic goal from Michael Smith! Michael Equa with the touch from the free kick, and he finds it home. Yes, there you go. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for that, Russ. We really appreciate you sending that to us. Uh, and she, and but made the first, this first goal even sweet to Cheryl Stone points out very rightly. So did the ball go out for the corner that led to the first goal? Yes, it did. No, Cheryl, it didn't. And, and <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> oh, just just add that little bit of sweetness to the already beautiful little cake that we was made just like first this afternoon. Uh, Quality, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, let's go and give some praise to about lots of other people. Ben, let's start with Josh Vickers. Um, he had an interesting game. He didn't, he didn't make any mistakes. I think that's, I think that's the first point of call. He's a keeper. That's well, go on. I mean, he shanked it a couple of times. Oh yeah, um, let, I'm going to let him off his kick. I'm going to let today. We're going to let that slide. Uh. You might, Ben's not. I don't know why. I would. I know because it's an essential part. I think, yeah, uh, I think against a better team, that could be a big problem. Um, I think he took the championship. He's going to need to sort that out because mm. the Mecca's pay. Uh, teams will make his pay. But yeah, I mean, he made a good couple of saves. Obviously, the one on one from it. Oh, God. Excuse me. Oh, nice. <laughs> ben, ben, I meant to be the drunk one, but yeah, you're the one burping. I'm just saying. The Mendes line one on one was uh, the horrible one on one. Still, has to, has, someone has to make the save, though. 
uh, made a good save from, I think it was Bannon's free kick. The free kick, yeah. Yeah, he made a couple good saves, so why not get the clean sheet and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Mick, you were uh, less than... I don't know what, I'm going to let you just tell us what you thought of Vickers, because I was surprised when we were talking about after the game, they weren't more glowing in your praise. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I thought he had a good game, he, he had a couple of saves to make, which he made. I, 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 I hesitate to say they were routine saves, but they weren't, you know, they weren't worldies, were they? They were, they were just good saves. Um, but but pretty much the rest of the time, he, he, he was, as he has been for the last six games, a bit of a spectator. Um, you know, they did have a couple of chances, like you said, the one-on-one and uh, then a couple of shots on goal in the first half, which essentially all they had to do were fall on. Um, and uh, listen, I'm not being critical of him. He's a cracking keeper. He is a cracking goalkeeper. And, and as we've said many times, we're very, very lucky to have him and and um, uh, Victor uh, as well. And, and you can't choose between them. So it's not a criticism of him, or of him at all. He did what he had to do today and he did it well. With the exception, as Ben said, he, he, if you're being hypercritical, he's, he's shanked a couple out of, uh, out of play from a, from a goal kick. But that happens regularly from just about every keeper in <laughs> every level, doesn't it? You know what I mean? So, no. It yeah, doesn't. I, yeah, all right. Hmm. All right. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't happen with Jansen. You're handsome. Victor's kicking is better, but is Victor's kicking yeah. is more consistent? But Victor has got a mistake or two in him, whereas Vickers, Vickers may well have. We just haven't seen it yet, have we? Um, but the two brilliant keepers. Let's not mess around. They are two outstanding keepers. Don I mentioned Donald London. Vickers was exceptional. Uh, was always like was, as always was exceptional. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I agree. Uh, John S with another comment. Uh, if that pitch wasn't like a bog, it may have been a very different game. Mm. Danny, how bad was that? I know we expect bad pitches at Wednesday, but that were awful. One of the worst pitches I've ever seen, in all honesty. <clears throat> I mean, we were still travelling on the coach when we um, when we saw the state of the pitch from the club for Twitter, and it's like, really? I've seen better pictures played at, you know, Ring of Bells against um, Cock and Fosters or whatever they're called. Um, but yeah, it's almost as if the rain has weirdly played into our favour, you know, because th- there was that chance with um, with Mendes Lang going on against Vickers one on one. It could have easily, easily equalised, but he's fluffed it, and every single person who was still around me says it's pitch that's done that. It's bubbled up weirdly for him. He's missed it, and Vickers has easily saved it, and. It almost seems like one of them things where Wednesday have shot themselves in the foot by not looking after the pitch adequately. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, what more can you say? I mean, Rotherham have got one of the best pitches in the EFL. Wednesday, today, have probably got one of the worst. And it's played into our favour. Got three points. Done. Easy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, I had a way, I had a Wednesday fan tell me that the pitch wasn't like that last week. Now I've again been I've been to I've been to Wilbur quite a few times watching Rotherham, and yes, I agree it was one of the worst they've been today. But that's not far off where I expected it to be. To be honest with you, just terrible, just terrible. Um, the real idiot if you was going on. Lesson. Um, Jan Bieber, this team is right in history. It is no longer up for debate. This is the best team we've had since the sixties. Um, we're not far from having those conversations. We're, uh, let's talk about where this, where this leaves us. 
uh, in, in terms of the in terms of the competition. Um, we are now eleven points clear of third place with a game in hand, and we play before them. So we, if we win Friday, we could be fourteen points clear, having played the same amount of games, if some buts. Um, that leaves us nine points clear of Wigan, but they have three games in hand. Um, ben, it, uh, we mentioned this in the last episode, and we're, we're not, it's not going to go ground, but we're just proving again that we, we just play like a team that looks like they're going to go up, look like they're going to go comfortably. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't play the best today, and we won two 0 So, yeah. and I don't see, um, I haven't played the, I haven't obviously I don't watch the games. Obviously, I don't watch every single game, so I can't, but. I personally haven't seen a team that's near us or challenging us. It's going to be interesting on Friday, I think it is, Wigan. It's going to be a very interesting game. Uh, that kind of decides the title, in my opinion. Um, not to put too much pressure on it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I, kind of, I think that kind of... Whoever wins that... No, I, I think if we win, I think we we'll almost clinch the title. But I think if they win... They haven't. They haven't clinched the title. Yeah, he's on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it'd be a very interesting game. But like you said, we're not playing well. And we're still winning games. So, and that's what champions do, as proven every single year hmm. by champions. Yeah. Yeah. And as pointed out by many people, Nick, it's attack when your games, defense wins your titles, and our defense is ridiculous. One hundred percent. Yeah, it is. And, and, and as Ben pointed out earlier on, that, that defence starts with Michael Smith and, and Freddie Ladapo or whoever's partnering, um, partnering Smithy up there. Um, and, and it's outstanding. And, and I agree. That you, you look back at that 80-81 side that, that won the title, you know, with Ronnie and, and Tony Towner and the likes. And the quality that we've got in this squad, the quality... At the moment, it's still a potential for a lot of them. But then I yeah. guess when you look back, all those years, very few of the players in that team, that 80-81 team, went on to achieve anything else after that potential-wise, you know, in terms of in terms of going on to bigger and better things. I know Jerry Forrest went off to Southampton and there were a couple that sort of went on. But you always feel with this squad that we've got here, from from goalkeeper right through to, to to the to the front, that each and every one of them has got the potential to play at a much higher level, consistently. Yeah. You know what I mean, and go places. So there there is a strong argument to say that this is a better squad. Um, I feel it's probably in a better place. I think it's better, and this is a big call. I know, but I think it's better managed now. A lot of that being just simply because of the passage of time and the way things have developed and and improved over the years. But I look at this management team that we've got and I I would not, under any circumstances, swap any of them for anybody else in football. I genuinely wouldn't, you know, I, I genuinely wouldn't because, because they, they clearly know what they're doing, the work that they've done with this squad and the way that they've developed players, bringing players through. Uh, improving them to to be the best that they could possibly be. It, it, I don't think there's anybody else. I, well, I'm sure that I'm sure there will be somewhere, well, but for me, well, it kind of reminds you. Obviously, this is a poor call. I'm not going to say we're going to Premier League, but it kind of reminds you of what Wilder did with um, mm. United. They kept everything very, very. What's the word? You know, they didn't hire 
people from all over the world type mm. of thing. Obviously, I know the situation they're in now with all these owners and that, but I'm talking before that when they were in League One and Championship, it were wilder and he took a bunch of League One or League One players. To they League were League One players. Play. They were <laughs> League One players. But some of them are still at Premier League. Billy Sharp oh, yeah. was still scoring at Premier League. So Championship. It kind of, uh, yeah, Championship. It, 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 yeah, it kind of reminds you a little bit of that. Or me, reminds me a little bit of that. I'm not saying we're going to the Premier League, but you never know. Well, yeah, I think I, I think the only difference is. I was just saying, I just said I don't think we're going to the Premier League, but I mean, every time we're in Championship, I said if we have a goal scorer, we're in playoffs. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Um, we've got a couple of things. Uh, Jan Bieber is agreeing with Mick. Um, which is surprising. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get your surprise. Um, and Donna feels it's weird without a Mick rant. Uh, Mick, is there anything that bothered you today? The exit, the exit getting out of Hillsborough, that were horrible, as it always is. No, not really. Not really. Thought ref had a good game. I thought, I, I, I think Darren Drydsdale is a good referee. So I, have, I, can't, I can't rant about that. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not ranting today. I'm smug today. I am smug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in the pitch. You talked about the pitch. If you want me to rant about that, that was embarrassing. I mean, I, 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 we did notice that the, before the game that um, uh, Georgie Kelly and Talaji Bowler were doing some uh, some running up and down the touchline, so, 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 some sort of fitness test. Um, and, and when Bowler ran towards the halfway line, it was literally like he was running on the beach. He left his footprints in the, in the pitch. He could see his footprints all the way up and all the way down, and they didn't go. You know, this is supposed to be an elite sporting playing surface, and it's literally a field. But like you said, it's, it's always been like that. It, 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 it's it, it's always literally has. a field. If it, were, if it was a field, that'd be better. Well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've played on yeah. better pitches. Like, oh dear. Yeah. But but it's it's always been like that down there, hasn't it? You know, for, yeah. for whatever the reason. Um, so, but yeah. No I would like to me. I would like to point out that Herringthorpe playing fields are better than the pitch that Wednesday had today. Herringthorpe <laughs> fields with, with 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 all with all the dog mess that's everywhere on Herringthorpe fields and the slope that's at least seventy five degrees. It was better than what Wednesday's pitch was today. Oh my days! Honestly, Ben Wiles might have gone for a mud bath, and we wouldn't have noticed the difference. Would, yeah. You know, <laughs> dear me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bieber, uh, what, again. What did you say? What did you say, Mum? We almost just asked who was it who ended up in a great big puddle, and I think it was Ben Wiles. Won it in the first half. He had one challenge where he got completely cleaned out and just went splash. It's like, man, you might as well go to St. Anne's Leisure Centre. You know what I mean? With the the amount of splash that he had, like, oh dear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, again, getting ahead of so Lynn, that was the biggest question when we still promotion. Dare we dream of actually a solid championship club? Yeah, Uh, (laughs) we can dream, can't we? Uh, Mick, do you want to rant about the fact that they ran out of beer at halftime? Donna wants to know they ran out of beer and food at halftime. Oh, yeah. Dan, do you want to stick up with the ranting for this one? Oh, I was so (laughs) tired. 
because obviously we had beers at, at Kimmy Park before we travelled out, and it's like, right, we can have a nice beer when we get to the ground at half time, you know, when everything's calmed down a little bit. Got to the bar, and it's like, we've run out. <laughs> really? Like, oh, I, I hate it when this happens at away grounds. Like, if they're not serving alcohol, all right, fair enough, you know, with, with crew because of other instances, they weren't serving alcohol. But to say, oh, we've run out, it's like, that's your own fault. You know what I mean? That's your own fault. You haven't prepared properly. Like to say you're a you're a championship club, you should prepare better for three and a half thousand fans. But oh, to run out of alcohol, it really annoys me. Oh, who said they're a championship club? Well, that's what they think. But that's what they think. Come on, Danny, anyway. they're a Premier League club. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, they were in 1991. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years and you've won F all way. I, I, I was 20, I, I was 20, 20 odd years younger than I know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just saying. I shouldn't yeah. be drinking whiskey on this podcast, should I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Callum Gibson, we've got a squad that have pretty much been together for three seasons now, barring some big players leaving. <gasps> so we have a strong core and who, know, who know each other in and out. And that's one of the key things, mate. You, know, you compare yourself to Sheffield Wednesday are a good team to compare yourself to. Or, or should I say, Sheffield Wednesday should be comparing themselves to us and looking at us and seeing what we're doing and thinking, you know, that's a good idea. If they've got the right man in charge, which they clearly think they have, um, you've got to have stability. And we are reaping the rewards of stability. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 absolutely. I've, I've seen, seen some Wednesday fans saying, I wish we had Paul Warner's manager. Yeah, you'd have him for three weeks and then you'd sack him. So what's the point? You know, that's why Sunderland are in the state that they're in. That's why Ipswich is in the state that they're in. That's why that's why Wednesday are in the state that they're in. That's why a lot of these clubs who are down there are in the state that they're in. But it's not the man who's in charge of the playing side that's the problem. Mm. It's, it's the people behind the scenes who are in charge of the purse strings that are the problem, um, that, are, that are only interested in that short-term success because that short-term success brings money brings cash in for them. Uh, they're not interested in building a sustainable club um, to, 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 you know, other than just for their own financial gain. So that's why we're lucky. Nobody else is going to give Paul Warren the amount of time he's been given at Rotherham United. Um, but hopefully when people see what is, what, is, what is doable, if you give a manager the right manager and the right person the right amount of time, and the sky's the limit, you know. No, so. well, yeah. I mean, it's coming. It's yeah. I feel like it happens with every single manager. This is the cycle, right? Mm. You get a manager in. We're gonna give him time. We're gonna do all this new club. You know, we're gonna new everything, right? A year in, and he doesn't do that well. Well, I don't know if he can cut it. Year two, he does a little bit better, but not all right. We're gonna sack him. Right, so then there's a little split diagram. You either sack him and you go through the cycle again, or you keep going, right, and then you, you perform well. And God forbid, I don't. I hope this doesn't happen with us, but you do really well. Gets to about ten years in, you, take, you start uh, taking it for granted, and you can't start complaining. I mean, you saw it with Wenger at Arsenal, complaining about fourth, sacked him. And now they were finishing fifteenth or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. Now fourth doesn't seem so bad. So I just pray that doesn't happen with us. But yeah, it happens yeah. with every manager. Every manager is good when given time and trust, except Mourinho. Not every manager. <laughs> <laughs> except my, my, my days. <laughs> well, most managers. Most managers. 
Are you trying to tell me we should have got Alan Stubbs more time? Well, listen. Well, no. Yeah. Me. Oh, I'm, I'm ready to leave, Ben. I'm ready. <laughs> no. There's, except, there's obviously exceptions when you've got people yeah, who yeah. don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, no offence, yeah. Alan. I mean, I take full offence, actually. <laughs> um, Philip Rawlinson, the sad fact is a small Solstwickshire fans were worn out because we lost to Fleetwood. I know. Do you remember? Do you remember people kicking off at the Fleetwood game? Uh, but as Limgrave sort of counterpoints that, personally, our fans have been classed this season. Got behind the lads, good travel support, not bad noise for home. For the most part, that is true. Um, mm. It's just the one or two people. Um, John Morell's got a question about the championship next season. We're not going to answer the championship questions yet. It's, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet. Um, <laughs> a YouTube user, can we have a mention about Tutu? He came on when we were 2 0 up, Danny. And he didn't have much impact on the game, but there was one moment where he was defending in the far corner and he just seemed to take three strides and was already about five foot in front of their, their plane. <laughs> He's clearly got that, that, that little burst, hasn't he? Yeah, he has definitely. You can definitely see why Warren signed him. Um, and he seems like a winger who can play both wings, which, mm. you know, with Mikel Miller being a little bit sidelined at the minute, is, like I say, is very important. Mm. Um, but there was a moment later in the second half where he was battling against one of Wednesday's defenders and it's like one of our players would have gone down and he just kept going and going and going and going after the ball and it's like, this lad is serious. He is committed. Um, but it, it was quite funny because when the substitution was being made, a lot of the fans were like, who is it who's coming on? Is it Miller? Is it is it uh, um, <clears throat> Dauphin who's coming on? Then we saw the number seven go up and it's like, it's two two, of course it is. But yeah, to say this was his debut for Rotherham, I mean, it didn't really put a foot wrong or do anything exceptional, but he was very steady. And if that's his level of steady, there's a lot more to come from him this season. And I really do think he will be a real asset this season. If we're sort of lacking on that left hand side, which we were at times when Ferguson was on the pitch, or if we need to bring Chio off for you know, like a um an out of breath situation, shall we say? It it does look like he will be very good cover, and it does look like a smart move from us. And it could even potentially be another loan move in the championship next season because he hasn't had a lot yeah. of loan time in the championship because of injuries. And it's come out recently that we might want to sign Greg on a permanent. Maybe we could get two two on another loan deal next season and see where we go from there. Um, but if this is his first impression in a local derby that isn't a derby, but it technically is a derby because we're really close. But anyway, um, to say he's done that on his debut, he's done very well, I think. Mm. And if he makes that sort of impact against Wigan on Friday or Morecambe next Tuesday or Plymouth next Saturday or whatever, he will be a real asset towards the end of the season. And he's one of them players where it's like, lad, go and do your thing. You know what I mean? You look the you look the business. You know, go and do it. Show what you can do, and he will push Chio in terms of pace, crossing ability, etc., etc. And yeah, very smart decision in the transfer window. And now we've seen what he's about. Now that he's come from Arsenal, um, what else is there to say? You know, lad, go and do your thing. Show us why you are a Miller. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. Shows why you are a Miller. <laughs> yeah. 
No, exactly. Um, a couple more topics. We've got, we've got about 10, 15 minutes left before we wrap up. Probably we've got a couple more topics to cover. If you haven't already, I'm going to put this in now while people are still with us. If you haven't already subscribed, I know there's loads we're watching tonight. Please subscribe to YouTube. If you listen on the podcast, make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating while you're listening because then you'll remember. Um, Jinnad ND has log- just logged in. What's up, lads? We all look sober. That is not. Uh, <laughs> I am definitely uh, not. I can confirm. <laughs> With this drink, uh, I can confirm I'm not sober. <laughs> uh, yes, am I the only person who thought Wednesday would never really score? We can't stop laughing. Yeah, uh, it just wasn't their day. And Bazza, Mick, I think this one's aimed at you. Wouldn't think any of the Wednesday players who played today would even make our first team and not even Banner. <laughs> we've got the smugness of probably not be able, not playing these for two more years, probably. So, it's a decent player, isn't it? But he ain't getting in our team. End of. He's not. So, again, so he's got out of mind. So, again. Did I? Uh, well, I'm saying he's a decent player. He's a decent player. There's no, there's no question about that. And, he, and he's far too good to be playing in League One. But then, all, all eleven of our first team are far too good to be playing in League One. Quite frankly, um, on the day. So, yeah, whatever. I suspect he'll be playing in League One again next season, unless he finds another club. Yeah. Come warm our bench if he wants. <laughs> Very good. I don't, I, you see, because we've won, that means that we're not, not many Wednesday fans listening, which is which is a sort of a shame. Um, is it a shame? No, not really. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, ben, I want to have a quick mention for Shane Ferguson because I thought we we all, me you and Mick talked talked about this. I thought in the first half he really really struggled. He was one of the key one of the main players that really struggled in that first half, but. I thought, along with Rathbone, he w- he was very very positive for us in the second. Half. I don't think I'm not saying he was amazing, but he he was one of the ver- ones that was very clearly improved upon from the first half. Mm, yeah, I think in the first half he was very poor. I, I don't know. I just every time it went to that, to that side, it was just like nothing happened. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It was just we're losing it every time. I think defensively, obviously I'm. No, I'm not a football manager, so I don't know what he was asked to do. But he just didn't like he played well. Um, and yeah, he did play better in the second half. He made that clearance, which I didn't watch back. But look, from he nearly put it through yeah, the stand. Too. Put it through the stand. Mm. Uh, how much power he got on it. But yeah, he was I mean, the second half. It just shows what happens when everyone plays. Oh, not everyone, but when... Oh, when... I don't have to explain it, but it just shows what happens when like people play well together. That's what I'm trying to say. People play well together. Because when one person doesn't play well, it can affect other people. Yeah. Uh, and I think him playing well definitely helped everyone else have less responsibility because they don't have to worry about him as much because he's not playing well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I... I, 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 I... I think Ferguson, I like Ferguson a lot. I think he's, I think he's very consistent. That's why the first half was a surprise because he's been Mr. Consistent. He's not all flashy and dancing like Chio is, but he's just consistent. That's why the first half was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, I wonder if he's getting overplayed a little bit, Mick, because because he's got to. We ain't got anyone else to play with him and maybe that's where Tutu will help. Ferguson's played a lot of minutes, more than mm. he was probably anticipating at the start of the season. Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, I'm not sure how old he is, but he's obviously, he's, he's, he's obviously very experienced. Plus. Um, so 
Yeah, he had a bit of a he had a bit of a a, a duff first half, didn't yeah. it, let's be fair. But he, he brought it back around in the second half and you know that that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen with players, you know, of 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 all abilities. I mean Woody had a bit of a thrash at thin air in, in that um they were in the second half, weren't it, where he, he nearly let to we nearly we nearly ended up conceding because he, he swung up to, yeah. um, at thin air. Uh, so it, it is what it is. Um, he's a good player. He's a good player, Ferguson. He's a good, solid player. But it's quite clear from from the recruitment that um, that we've done that I don't think he's sort of a long term um, fix for that that position, is he? I think he's just a, a kind of a stopgap until we get somebody a bit younger. I don't think he's a 46 game a season man, and that's been proven. No. We've rotated a lot, but neither is Miller. So it sort of it was working till Miller's got a, a semi long term mm. injury. Yeah. Um, big breaking news, obviously, big breaking news from Russ Vernon this time. Thank you, Russ. Friday night sold out. Friday night at New York Stadium against Wigan Athletic yes. is a complete sellout. Come on. At our end, I think there might be some tickets after the, for Wigan, I think. Uh, but certainly from our point of view, it's a sellout. We will preview that. So we'll be back on Thursday night to preview the Wigan game. Um, one of 15 cup finals left um, under the lights at New York. It's going to be, should be, again, should be a really, really good atmosphere. I'm really looking forward to that. Really, really looking forward to that. Um, let's see. What, I'm going to, have to talk about Chio. I want some, some, spread some love to Chio Ogbeni because I absolutely <laughs> love him. Honestly, as I, I just love him, Danny. Everything about him today, and it didn't massively impact the game, but he's just a great guy. I love him. You've you've said it all, basically. He's just an amazing person. I mean, there was a moment where, even when he was being pelted with bottles and coins from the Wednesday fans, he still sort of got up and like weirdly smiled at them, which really riled them up. Uh, there was a moment where he won a foul and cheered at the fans, which was another thing Lindsay did as well when he absolutely um, clattered Barry Bannon in the first half. He sort of got up and cheered the fans, and it's like, that is the unit we have created this season. We have created a unit of players where they are fully behind the team. you know. And with Chio, not only did he celebrate with the fans once, he did it three times. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what else to say. Every he seemed really up for this game. A lot of people have said to me he seemed in the zone for this game. Mm. Um, it might be because he missed the game last season because of his injury, and he just wanted to like put his mark on it. But yeah. I don't know. This game, he seemed different in in a good way. He seemed really up for it. He was in for every challenge. He was in for every break forward, and. What else? Can, what else can you say? He just seemed really, really up for it. And if that's the cheer we can expect in the derby, and we've seen the cheer we can expect in a sort of a neutral fixture, my days. I hope he signs that contract because in the championship he will be a serious force next season. My days. But just to narrow it down into to get into the into today's game, brilliant performance from Chio. One of his best performances in a militia, and like I know, he didn't get his assist and he didn't get his goal. He very nearly did, um, but I, I, I don't know. It, it almost seems like one of them performances where he did everything right, but he didn't get like the the tick on the paper. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he didn't get the, the the assist or the goal, but everything else was spot on. 
And he's like, it's just hard not to like Gio. If you don't like Gio, there's some up with you. You know what I mean? Like, what a guy. You know, what a guy. Get him on the podcast. We need to talk to him. What a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Come and talk to him, Gio. Gio, come and talk to us. Uh, yeah, Limber Gary, Chio's passion is unbelievable. Kept winding the winds of fans up. What a player. Yes, um, yes he did. What a guy. The, lo- the little thing he does at the end now is I, I cringe when other fans do it. When, when it's Chio, it's just <laughs> somehow likable. I don't know. I like it. Um, yeah. Can someone ask for Chio's autograph and hide a three year contract? <laughs> it's a great idea. It's a great idea. I like it a lot. Um, uh, Russ back, back with us. Wigan have also sold out, and that's around two thousand, uh, which is less. We we, we normally we can normally we can give up to two six, can't we? Um, apparently we can only give two thousand. I, I think I think that's the uh, the Don Street restriction that's come into it. I think we've restricted away right. fans because of that. Fair enough. Um, let's talk about another warrior uh, that we have, Ben. Um, we have Karen Gibson. Woody is a machine, even with a busted nose. Wanted to stay on for the corner, an absolutely true warrior. Sky gave him man of the match. Um, and as, as they pointed out in commentary, Ben, when you watch Richard Wood in, in the person live, you can see how good he actually is. His organization, the stuff he does away from the ball. I can't, I cannot give enough love. I much I love Chio, I cannot give enough love to Richard Wood. He is a legend. Of the club and legend of the, of the EFL as well for me. Yeah, well, he's a legend for for many reasons, but obviously that time at Wembley will never be forgotten. But he's just he's I think he's uh, he's off the his non football skills is what makes him so good in my opinion. Mm. I think he's yeah. such a leader. Um, like even when he was coming having a go at fans and that, not really having a go, but you know what I mean. Right, like, yeah, like, could, no could. one else would do that. You know what I mean? It, it kind of just sets the tone for the team. Of it, just kind of sets an, an example. You know what I mean? Correct. Uh, he's. Um, I'm going to show you how to do it, not tell you how to do it, type of thing. So, and I think he's. Yeah, I think I don't think we'd be where we are without him. Um, in the league, I think he's a massive influence on Ike and you know the young. We've got young keepers as well, so mm. I'm I'm sure he's a massive influence on them. Uh, yeah, he's just a. It's just the perfect, what's it called? If you could design a footballer and his like off the field skills, you design that type of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, he's amazing. Can't give enough love to him. Yeah. Mick, anything to add on Richard Wood? No. No. He's just a star, isn't he? He's just an absolute star. And um, I think, like somebody's Brian Vernon's pointed out in the comments, I think he's. Got very, very much got the potential to be um, manager, hopefully. Um, and hopefully, uh, with us, should Warney decide he's, uh, he's had enough. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's except, exceptional. He's uh, Richard Wood. Yeah. It's inspirational, isn't it? He's just that. He's just brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we all, we we should all aspire to be Richard Wood. I think that's what we should do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant, Powerman UK. Did you see the inflatable pigs in the stand, Danny? Were they for you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> yes, um, we have to thank uh, Donna and Nevea for them, and Tani IUFC as well. 
because uh, when we were on the coach travelling down, I mean, I'm not in quite a fit state now, but travelling down to Hillsborough, I was running the bus. Um, and we had inflatable pigs in everyone's bags. You know, there was the little ones that um, Donna had, had uh, bought off Amazon. There was the bigger ones with, like, the proper um, sealable, like, caps to make them stay inflated, which ended up being beheaded on the side of the pitch, which was quite funny. Um, but, yes, they, they all came from us. We are taking full credit from that. Um, <laughs> and to see them all flying about the away end, it was so funny. Uh, when the vlog goes up tomorrow, you will see a few flying about. Um, <clears throat> and also that the the, uh, the steward and the guy on the sky camera was also a miller because they kept throwing his back to him as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, they, they they were our doing, and um, I think it did rattle a few Wednesday fans as well. Um, so objective completed. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna play Russ's commentary again for the goals, just because I want to hear it, uh, and then we're gonna come back and wrap up. So enjoy this. So with the corner, and uh, and the Dapo has scored. Freddie the Dapo has scored on Wimbledon United, and the league leaders lead at Hillsborough. The Dapo has put the Millers head to the lead at Hillsborough. Second star since the end of the transfer request, and he has scored the goal for the Millers today. Again, Wallam United still leading by a goal soon as the ball comes in. There's a penalty, Victory Equa. Smith! Michael Smith has made it 2 0 for Wallam United! Oh my word, what a fantastic goal from Michael Smith! Michael Equa with the touch from the free kick, and he finds it home. There we go. <laughs> that picture's great, isn't it? That, that is that a fantastic picture. <laughs> that, that, there's a picture of a man who doesn't really actually want to leave our football club looking at Freddie Ladapo's face in that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Good point. That, there might be more to that to transfer request than meets the eye. Possible. Possible. Even so. Hopefully. Even so. Um, so we're going to end it there because we've gone an hour and 10 minutes. What I will say, we've got a lot of people asking us a lot, a lot of different things. So what I'm going to ask you to do is email across, because on when we preview the Wigan game, there will, we will have much more time to talk about all these other little bits, other little bits, which is what I want to talk about. Georgia Kelly, Paul Warren, just in general. There's a lot to cover. So what I would say is anybody wants us to talk about anything specific, email rufcpod at gmail.com and we will find a way of working in more of these because when we only have a preview to do we do find ourselves with a bit more time um because we've run out of time to honest with you <laughs> we could we could probably stay in for another hour but we're not going to we're not gonna um so there we are we're gonna finish it there i hope you've enjoyed your sunday altogether i hope we've added to that as well uh if you're listening on valentine's day i hope you're having a lovely valentine's day um that's our, that's our plug um, we will be back as I mentioned on Thursday which will be the day before we're like back live Thursday on YouTube but Friday morning obviously for the podcast um, and you can listen to that as you as we build up to the, one of the biggest games this is probably the biggest game of the season on Friday night uh, I'm really 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 looking forward to that uh, Danny uh, I don't envy your hangover tomorrow no neither do I Red <laughs> um, and my mum's put Books fizz in the fridge. Um, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hope the, the vlog will be up tomorrow or very late it's Tuesday. It'll be up tomorrow. Trust me, be up tomorrow. Yeah. Cool, Benjamin. Uh, you're leaving us now. We're all leaving now. You are going to yes. watch the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Egg ball. Did you sort out? Your, did you sort out your um, snacks? No, I never even asked. To be fair, spur the moment thing. I'm not. I don't want to make a big deal of it because I'm not American. No offense to anyone that does, but it's kind of it's just it's American football game. Do you know what I mean? Uh, who's going to win, Ben? What's your tip? What's your tip for the Super Bowl tonight? Uh, well, anyone that's going to put bets on, uh, go Rams. Rams going to win. Okay. Yeah, you're confident. Anybody, anybody just audio listening, you, you won't be able to put a bet on. Yeah, but it won't because happened. it's already happened. Very if you can, but if you've got a time machine, <laughs> go back and put the Rams on because they're going to win. Yeah, yeah, yes, but I'm, I'm sure everyone's got a DeLorean spare, you know, but. Yeah, but, but if they got time machine, they won't need to listen to you. They'll just yeah, know the true. result. That's it. <laughs> it was. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know if you. I don't, I don't know if you. I don't know if you. You missed it, but it was a joke. I don't know if you realise that. Uh, I wasn't being dead serious. And, and so is, is that sports almanac still in? Um, still in issue from Back to the Future? That's my question. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, brilliant, Ben. I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't. Th- you'll probably not be with us Thursday, will you? No, no, I'm back in London. I've got training Thursday, Friday. Rubbish. You're going to miss his cup final, Ben. Ooh. Disappointing. <laughs> I've seen what the um, Robin, the actual official IFC put on Instagram. No. They put uh, Pigna Smith and one cup final down uh, 15 more to go. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael, uh, you haven't had really much to rant today, so that's been a pleasure. I'll think of something over the next couple of days and uh, come Thursday, I'll find something to moan about. I'll, I'll moan plenty between now and then, so, you know what I mean? It's just what I do. And mm. it's, you get to my age, mate, there's not better, not else to do in life other than just moan about everything. I'm 32 and a half second, though. Um, we will ask you back Thursday. If you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. We're on 488 subscribers, and I want to get to 500. If we get to 500 before the week, before the Wigan game, that'd be amazing. So if you haven't already subscribed, please do subscribe. Subscribe, and as Mick says, tell your friends, tell your family. And if they don't like Rob, just go onto their iPad or whatever and just subscribe to theirs as well. And again, if you're iTunes, if you listen to iTunes, Spotify, make sure you subscribe and follow us. And if you give us a five-star rate on iTunes, or if you can on Spotify, sometimes it does let you, please do that as well. That would be amazing. Um, like I said, I hope we've added to your Saturday, Sunday afternoon of joy. Um, I've enjoyed <laughs> reliving it. Uh, I've got it saved on Sky, so I might even go watch it again. I'm sure my wife will love that. Um, but thank you all. Thank you very much. And we'll see you all next time. Cheers, guys. Wednesday get battered everywhere they go. Wednesday get battered everywhere they go. Oh.